Hello everyone, this is the Connected Family Podcast, episode number 41. This podcast is produced by Connections Family Counseling, LLC, a group counseling practice located in Quincy, Illinois, that helps build resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. My name is Mark Vanderlei, and I'm your host. Today's episode is entitled, How to Be an Emotion Coach Parent. Folks, if you find this podcast helpful and engaging, would you please go over to the um, iTunes app where you listen to your podcasts and give us a rating and maybe even leave a comment. If you leave a comment or give us a rating, that helps for more people to be able to find this podcast and they also then have an opportunity to learn and grow in building a connected family. Sure would appreciate it if you'd head over to the app and give that rating or comment. Here now is episode 41 of the Connected Family Podcast. Welcome back to the Connected Family Podcast. Thank you for joining me again this week as we continue to discuss building resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. I hope that you found the three-part series, Parents, You've Lost Control, um, all about discussing the balance required in the parent-child relationship related to control. I hope you found that helpful. I know it's one of those areas that is most challenging as a parent is figuring out how do I balance the level of control that I express in my relationship with the autonomy that is very important for my child to grow and develop and really begin to take control over their own life. And that's how we teach control, right? Is by balancing control, autonomy, freedom, and expression in the parent-child relationship while gradually giving up more and more control to our children. And that's where we talked about limit setting in our last re- our last podcast and really discussed what it means to set limits. This week's episode of the podcast is going to be an extension of that, although not an, an official part of that three-part series. And this week's podcast is entitled, How to Be an Emotion Coach for Your Child. So we're going to be talking about John Gottman, and his concept of emotion coaching parenting. So John Gottman wrote a book, a really great book, entitled Raising an Emotionally Intelligent Child. And this book is based on the research that he has done over the decades regarding emotional intelligence and its role in relationships. So he is the leading researcher in the field of marriage counseling, couples counseling, and how Um, couples get together, how couples make a lasting relationship. And he's also extended that into the area of parenting. And so he did some research and wrote a book about the things that he learned regarding that research. And why I think this is connected to that previous conversation related to control is because what he found is that many, many parents express differing levels of what we might call control or respond in different ways to their children's emotions. And the way that we respond to our children's emotions is crucially important to how they learn to manage their own emotions or learn to respond to their own emotions as they grow up through those very formative early years. And so he identified parents, and he calls them different parenting styles, and there's a number of different parenting style sort of concepts that are out there. Um, I actually did my dissertation a number of years ago in the world of emotional intelligence and parenting style. So my dissertation was the relationship between father emotional intelligence 
and parenting style. So sort of both of these topics that Gottman talks about mixed together, specifically related to fathers. And what I discovered was that um, emotional intelligence is correlated with parenting style, meaning fathers who had higher levels of emotional intelligence um, also had higher levels of the authoritative parenting style. And the authoritative parenting style is the most, according to research over the course of the decades, the most ideal form of parenting. And what an authoritative parenting style is, is a really strong balance between structure and nurture is the language that I use with that. Some of the research uses a slightly different language, but essentially an authoritative parent is able to provide the appropriate amount of structure while also providing the appropriate amount of nurture for their child and really being able to focus in relationship and boundaries, relationship and rules in that uh, parent-child relationship. And so what I discovered in my research was that emotional intelligence is related to that most adaptive or most ideal um, style of parenting. And so what John Gottman has done is he has described um, and dis his own sort of four styles of parenting. He calls the, them the four styles that he's discovered in his research, the dismissing parent, the disapproving parent, the laissez-faire parent, and the emotion coach parent. And so that's why we're talking about a, becoming an emotion coach parent. We're going to briefly cover those four different styles of parenting and then talk about five steps or five ways or things that you can focus on to really hone your skills as an emotion coach parent. So the thing that I would really want you to be aware of here is that in this sort of concept of parenting styles, it's really directed at the way that parents interact with their children's related to e children related to emotions. So how does this parent relate to their child in the con in the area or in the context of the child's emotions? So those four types again: dismissing, disapproving, laissez-faire, and emotion coach. So the dismissing parent treats child, their child's feelings as unimportant, essentially dismisses the child's emotions. What you're feeling isn't very important. I don't really care about that. And probably even disengages from or ignores the child's feelings. So as the child runs to them with some very big feelings that they're feeling in the moment, the parent might say that to them, oh, get over it. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about that so much. Just basically dis dismisses the child's experience. Um, this parent really wants for that child's emotions to go away very quickly. So sometimes parents, we as parents get overwhelmed with our child's emotions. And the only way that we know how to manage that or to get through that is to make the feelings go away. We don't want our children to experience negative feelings. We don't want them to experience hard things. And so we do our best to make them go away right away. Now, sometimes we think that's great, right? Because it's like, oh, they're they're not experiencing negative feelings, and that sounds okay. The problem with that is that we all experience negative feelings, and to just make try to make them go away at any cost really does feel dismissing to the child. The second form of parenting is the disapproving parent. So the dismissing parent is uh, your your emotions are not important. I'm not really paying attention to them. Just they're not valuable. They don't mean anything. 
the disapproving parent, I like to characterize more as sort of a, you're not allowed to have those emotions. I disapprove of the experience that you're having. And so this parent displays many of the same parent uh, behaviors that the dismissing parent does, but also judges and criticizes the child's emotional expression. expression. Maybe even, I would think, feel some anger towards that emotional expression based on that judgment emphasizes conformity to good standards of behavior. You have to behave in this certain way and really is focused on the belief that negative emotions need to be controlled. Disapproving of the behaviors that may be expressed from those negative emotions because what we have been learning and talking about, what I really believe in regards to emotional expression for our children is that all of the emotions that our children experience and that we experience as adults is information about what's happening on the inside of that child. So even those really, really negative emotions that get expressed by our children in those really difficult moments, we need those emotions. We have to pay very close attention to those emotions as parents because those emotions, even those challenging and most difficult ones, are, are signals, signs for what's happening inside of our child. And if we can see those emotions as they come flooding out of our child as those signs and signals, then as the parents, we have the opportunity to more fully understand the experience of our child and help our children to understand their experience as well. That's one of the most challenging things I believe for our children is that they have these emotions that well up inside of them and come pouring out of them in tears and words and behaviors, but they don't know why oftentimes because they yet have not yet developed the ability to interpret their emotional responses in the way that we do as parents. And so we as parents have the opportunity to contain, to walk through, to help regulate the emotions of our children, which also helps to create meaning for them in those emotions so they have better understanding of what is going on inside of me and why is all of this pouring out of me. The disapproving parents, remember that's what we're talking about right now. I kind of went on an aside there for a moment. Um, also believes that emotions make people weak and children must be emotionally tough. So this might be the parent that says toughen up, put that emotion away, tuck it inside, shove it all down. You're not allowed to feel those emotions because if you do, that means you're weak. Now we've talked about the... Um, the paradox of vulnerability a few weeks ago in the podcast in which Brene Brown talks about how vulnerability or feeling emotions and being emotionally intelligent and aware of our emotions is actually strength. And so I would argue, and I believe the emotion coaching parent would argue that helping our children to express their emotion in the form, in the way that an emotion coach does will actually make them stronger, not weaker, but Often in our culture, particularly, I believe, um, this disapproving stance in which we view emotional expression as weakness is something that is very common and very prevalent. So we have so far the dismissing parent, the disapproving parent, and the laissez-faire parent. Um, the laissez-faire parent freely accepts all emotional expression from the child, however, offers little guidance on behavior or how to regulate that emotion. So 
the laissez-faire parent may seem from us as one like, oh, great, they accept all forms of emotional expression. It's wonderful that the child can express any form of emotion uh, to their parent. Partially true. However, one piece missing for the laissez-faire parent is the structure piece, as I was talking about before in the um, authoritative parenting style. This laissez-faire parent accepts all the emotional expression but doesn't help the child to work through 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 co-regulation of the parenting, through um, structure, doesn't help the child to work through how to regulate the emotional expression and the appropriate way to express that emotion. So it's really, really low on structure, high on nurture. And the most adaptive form of parenting is, again, a balance of structure and nurture. Um, This parent doesn't really help their child to solve problems and really believes that managing negative emotions is a matter of just releasing them, letting them all out, and then when it's done, it'll go away. Whereas um, the emotion coaching parent, which, which you'll see, really offers that balance of acceptance of emotional expression and whatever it is that the child is experiencing emotionally, but also providing that structure that is needed as well. So the emotion coach parent, here's what we want to learn how to do. And I've got to tell you, this is hard work. It's a process. And so my challenge to you today at the end of this podcast would be to choose one thing to focus on in order to take that closer step towards being an emotional coach parent. So one of the first things that emotion coach parents do is they value the child's negative emotions as an opportunity for intimacy. Yes, this is all that idea of how emotions are signals. They are signals to us about what's happening on the inside of our children. So when we see those emotions come pouring out of them, we have an opportunity as we connect with them in that emotion, as we provide empathy for them in that emotion, we have an opportunity to understand at a deeper level what it is they are experiencing. This parent, the emotion coach parent, also is aware of and values his or her own emotions. And this connects to my research and my dissertation, which I'm like, yay, I extended the research a little bit. Meaning the emotionally intelligent father, the greater the emotional intelligence of father, the more likely that father is to express authoritative parenting style or that balance in parenting style. This makes sense. So the father who values his or her own emotions in the form of emotional intelligence is going to be more likely an emotion coach type parent, one who values and sees negative emotions as an opportunity for intimacy. Sees the world of negative emotions as an important arena of parenting so that we as parents have a really important role in helping our children work through those negative emotions. Doesn't make fun of negative emotions. Um, Does not tell the child how the child should feel. So important. It's all about exploring and allowing the child to make meaning out of their own feelings. And so when we start to tell our child, don't feel that way, you shouldn't feel that way, this isn't a big deal, we really then are dismissing our child's experiences and whatever it is that they're experiencing in that moment. So there are five things that I really want to challenge you to think about, and I want you to take one of these things Um, in regards to what an emotion coach parent is. So these five things are that the parent who is an emotion coach um, provides empathy for their child. The emotion coach parent also helps the child to label the emotion. 
the emotion coach parent offers guidance and regulation of emotions. The emotion coach parent helps to set limits and teach expression of emotion. And the emotion coach parent helps teach problem solving skills. You know, the most basic one in this of being an emotion coach parent is to empathize. When our child expresses emotion to us, then to empathize with that, put ourselves in our child's shoes and connect with them. Because you know what? We've probably felt that feeling ourselves, right? We've been disappointed. We've been hurt. We've been sad. And if we can find a little tiny bit of that feeling that we've experienced at some point in our lives and connect with that and then and then join in relationship with our child based on that experience, that is how we help our children as an emotion coach parent. So these five things, empathize, help the child to label their emotion, offer guidance on regulating the emotions, set limits and teach expression of emotion, teach problem solving skills. I want you, I want to challenge you to choose one of those things and focus on that for the next week. And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about each one of those five steps of emotion coach parenting. Please join me again the next time on the parent, uh, the connected family podcast And my hope would be that you'll continue to learn and move closer and closer to that emotion coach parenting style. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Connected Family Podcast. We're dedicated to helping you build resilient kids, strong marriages, and connected families. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to become an emotion coach parent, please join our Facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash the Connected Family Podcast. This group consists of additional resources, discussion regarding episode topics, and support for building a connected family. You can also follow us on Instagram at Connections Family Counseling or our website at ConnectionsQuincy.com.